Welcome to the Grow to Amazing podcast. This is Tony Mays. I am happy we're kind of doing something a little different today. I've not had my wife Jill on the podcast yet. So, and no, that's not a beer she's drinking for those of you watching the, the video. It's an apple cider bottled. So, although it probably wouldn't surprise me, but she's not a beer drinker. So, no. Anyway, um, welcome to the podcast, babe. Thanks. And we are in sunny uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania area at the Hershey Thousand Trails Resort. And since I didn't have an interview lined up to post today for a podcast, I thought I would invite my lovely wife on to ask some questions and then we can uh, see where that takes us. So um, hope you enjoy it. So just to give a little background, I don't know how much I've actually talked about some of our history before. Um, I know I have, but just to recap, we met in 2009 on Match.com and uh, she fell in love at first sight. Well, no, we kind of, we, uh, we dated for a month and then I went to England for a month and, and, but it uh, obviously was good enough that I was willing to trust her with my house keys while I was gone. So um, but, uh, then we dated for a year, then we got engaged in 2010 and we got married in July of 2011 and, um, have celebrated our 10 year anniversary this year. We have three wonderful boys mm-hmm. together and she's been a wonderful stepmom to Adam. So she's challenged me and made me think and, and grow and, and uh, not that she's made me change, but made me change, but she has want, she has made me want to change to be a better person. So, um, and I've wanted to be a better person to help us build a stronger marriage. So anyway, is that enough uh, glowing reviews of you, my love? Oh, it's so sweet. I did enjoy <laughs> this opportunity to interview you. <laughs> Usually it's the interviewing going the other way, right? So, no, I tend to interview you, but now you are pressured to actually answer the questions. Okay, I'm not sure if this is going to see the light of day, but we'll see how it goes anyway. (laughs) Oh, come on! Nice sweatshirt you have on there, though. That would be my sweatshirt. It was laundry day, yeah, just means I need more clothes, yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to comment that on that one so (laughs) so where would you like to go first well so you had titled your podcast grow to amazing what does it mean to you to grow to amazing well that's something i think it's it it goes back to a little bit well a little bit when we met is that i think my bookshelves were filled with sci-fi and fantasy books and your bookshelves were filled with self-help books and i can remember laughing at you because i was not a self-help book person at the time but i think that has kind of changed where i've started to reflect on what my goals are in life both personally and as a family and in our marriage faith fitness, uh, interpersonal and different things like that. And I just want to be better and, and be more and, and improve on, on how I, how I face life in all those different areas. So that's what Grow Amazing means to me is looking within myself and trying to improve myself first. And then, but also trying to be 
have a positive effect on the people around me. So being a better husband and setting the example for you and taking ownership of our relationship and not taking ownership in a bad way, but taking ownership of, of, of being a good husband and, and, uh, um, and helping to build our family and, and have a stronger family, that kind of thing. And for our kids and, and all those different areas, um, what can I do to be better in all those and set an example for other people? So that's why I've started when the podcast you, and bringing other people in. But When do you think that changed? Because I know, I mean, that was one of the things I fell in love with was that you loved to read. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I'm a book lover as well. So when do you think it started changing going from the sci-fi and like that style of book to the self-help? Well, I think it was, it's a little bit of it was planted like right before we met when I got laid off from my job. And in the two years subsequent to that, going through financial difficulties and job losses and, and the humility that that brought on or the, how I had to check my ego and start to realize that, that, uh, there were some issues with how I approach life and, but it didn't really change probably start to really change. I think until our faith journey in the 2015, 2016 timeframe when, um, humbling ourselves before God and being completely honest about what our struggles were and things like that really started to make me question a lot more things about myself that I had kind of taken as gospel or things that I just hadn't really looked at within myself is probably a better way to put it of, you know, how can I be a better husband in so many more ways than just taking out the garbage without being asked and things like that. So how can I really build and enrich and nurture our marriage and, and be strong at the same time to, to lead the family. So I think that's kind of when it really started to change for me in that time frame. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so what areas of your life do you feel like you've achieved the amazing life to grow to? I think the closest that I've got is, is in our marriage and in our faith and with our family and with this travel journey around the country that we've undertaken and take, had the guts to, to, undertake together. Uh, I think those are the areas I've gotten closest. Uh, to be honest, I mean, professionally, I don't, I'm working on some changes there with this podcast and other things and, and fitness wise, uh, I can, I have a lot of work to do there, but I would say our marriage and, and with our boys and faith wise, I've probably gotten the closest, but there is still a long, long ways to go. So. so what would you define or how would you define success in those areas and then in the other areas that you feel like you do need to grow on, what would be your definition of success in those areas? Success. I think it gets down to consistency is kind of the first word that comes to mind of consistency of action and thought and word and, and 
am I doing the things on a day-to-day basis that build up our family, for example, or am I working out every day? Am I doing something every day in each of those areas to help build up our family? And, and if I'm not, if I'm making mistakes, am I at least learning from what I did and trying to make today and tomorrow a little bit better than yesterday in some way, shape or form? So I don't, I mean, success is relative, I think, in terms of what you define it as. I mean, I, I think relationship-wise for the boys, we have a lot of success, but, but could I do so much better with them than I am now? I mean, I'm not trying to be hard on myself, but yeah, I could have more time to play with them and do things with them and listen to them and put my phone away. And, and it's, it's a never ending, um, never ending path to walk. But if I'm on the path, to me, that's a successful part where I can look at myself and learn from my failures and, and work to make progress. And like I said, make tomorrow a little bit better than today. So, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, success is relative. It's all kind of what you make of it. And yeah. if I think we've kind of brought that motto into our families, then too, that if we do make mistakes today, that, you know, tomorrow can we at least do better than we did yesterday? Yeah. And that's not that I, I definitely make the same mistake more than. I do not always do it perfectly the next time, but I try and I try to take ownership. And the other thing is taking ownership of those mistakes when you do make them and not trying to pass the buck. And so I know that infuriates you when we have an argument or something like that. And I try to take it all on myself, but usually there is some level of ownership. There's always a level of ownership of, of if we have an argument, what did I bring into it? And so I'm going to take ownership of that and try to learn from it, so. But as long as you also let the other person take ownership of their part, because I know as well as you do, it takes two to have an argument. Yeah, but I will set the example by taking ownership of what I can take ownership of. And I can't make you take ownership of your side. That's your choice, so but I can set the example and take ownership of what I can control. So. Um, so kind of changing gears a little bit, what are your top five most defining moments in your life that have made you who you are now? Chase, <laughs> top five. Oh, uh, let's see. Like I said, I really had a lot of, I had a lot of fun coming up with these questions. Um, one would probably be the first one that came to mind was when we had issues with Adam and he chose not to come over to our house anymore. I think that made me, it, it was not his fault by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and I respected that choice and I'll dig deeper into it at some point, but that really made me look at how we were parenting and were we being parents that built him up and our other boys up. And that was at the beginning of our faith journey, if I remember right as well. So, yeah. um, And then the faith journey and getting help with 
some issues with the pornography that I had and things like that. Um, that would definitely be another one. And I guess the faith journey, that's probably number two is just accepting God as a complete savior for me and building that one-on-one relationship with him over these, I, I can't call it just, then there's not one moment, but, um, that start, that start of that process and then coming to terms with some of the issues I had with pornography would be number three. Um, number four would probably be my Ironman finish split on whether it's my first or my second one because of the challenges with the second one. Um, but definitely the first one. And fifth is either our, I don't know, do I get to pick our wedding day or all of our children being born kind of all lumped into one? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How about you? Let me turn it around for a second. (laughs) Well, no, this is your interview, not mine. Dang it. You're next. Then. Okay. So why why those five? Like, what was it of each of those five things that you mentioned? You know, with Adam leaving, your faith journey, the pornography journey, our marriage, and kids, and like our our life now. Yep. What was it about each of those that? What did each of those situations bring into your life to change like what changed with each of those um it just really made me step outside myself to look at how I was living my life at least the first three for sure and and the other in the kids and marriage and things like that were just a complete change in in life but mainly it was having to change my perspective and take a look at myself. And, and in a lot of cases, it was rocking my world of changing my worldview completely and, and accepting that there is a bigger and better way to do things. And it's not necessarily my way. So how can I check my ego and learn and accept my faults and move forward without getting into, you know, without, playing the blame game with myself type of thing, at least for the first three, first couple anyway. But so, but it's, it gave me a chance to explode my world and, and learn and yeah. I'm making you think on these questions, aren't I? Yeah. Bummer. (laughs) You know, that's my specialty. Yeah, I suppose. I love you for it. <laughs> so what kind of legacy do you want to leave for, for our kids, for Adam, for loved ones? How do you want to be remembered? Boy. Well, I, I mean, I guess I spent a lot of my adult years barking up the wrong tree, I think, in terms of how I live my life. And, but I was not, 
at a, uh, well, I guess uh, going back to life-changing events, I guess it would be some of the some of the host, some of the health challenges I've had to make you think also about how short this world is. I guess maybe that's what I was trying to think of before. So, but um, the what was that question again? Sorry, say that one more time. I won't what kind of legacy? Oh, a legacy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I guess it's it's that I was able to eventually look at myself and realize that how I was living my life needed to be changed. Not because somebody else told me to do it, not because you threatened me or because of... Which I didn't, by the way. I never thought. No, <laughs> no, never. You just walked out on me the night we got engaged. But other than that, I mean, <laughs> but I brought you back and you said yes. So, um, uh, but that, but the legacy I guess I'd want to lead my boys is that I wasn't afraid to learn and grow and to challenge myself and step outside my comfort zone. And, you know, we're, we're going starting month six of living and traveling in our camper. I never ever, I, I wanted to travel and do, you know, have maybe have a camper. I used to have a camper, but um, we traveled a little bit, but I never would have imagined myself doing this, even though I think it's been awesome and we're just getting going. Um, starting this podcast and putting myself out there like that and but just somebody who was also there for his kids and there was times with Adam that I was not always there for him in the right way I may have been in the same room or I may have he may have we may have been together but I was not always a great dad to him and I was doing the best I thought I knew at the time, but, um, so I, but I think he saw that the change in us when he, uh, I think it was early in his senior year, he started to come see us again and saw the change that we had brought into our lives and decided that he did want to come back and spend days with us at a time and time with us. And, that was that one was of huge. Yeah. Yep. I can't even say what that meant um, because um, it, we were just so thankful to God for the changes that he had wrought and that enabled to be wrought in us and the, the hard work it took for us to get to that point. So, but yeah. Yeah. One more. One more. Ooh, I gotta make it a good one. Can I do three? There's three that kind of go together. Sure. Where do you see yourself in one year? Oh, good gosh. It is October 1st, 2021. So hopefully we are doing a Western swing in the camper and we are probably where our friends Lane and Shannon are, maybe roughly, 
in the Utah area. Maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Maybe maybe doing a, a flyby to Monterey to see Adam one more time before his AIT is done. Monterey, California. And, but continuing this journey. So, and not just that's where we'll physically be living, but I'm hoping to have this grow to amazing thing be much bigger than it is today. So I got to set some goals there and, and make this, I want this podcast to be a lot bigger and I want to have it be a environment where people can help each other out as well and, and be able to help them more directly as also. So what needs to change in the present to get where you want to be in a year? Well, there might be some job changes in there. Physically, I mean, with the camper, it's just continuing our journey. I mean, we're already set on our schedule to be in San Diego by December and in November and back to Iowa in April and Wisconsin for a while and then head west. But um, career-wise, there's got to be a lot of work done there. I've got, I've got planning, I've got execution, I've got, uh, and it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but if I keep working it a little bit every day and keep my eye on where I want it to be and, and get my goals clearly defined, then we can get there. So what's holding you back from making the changes today? That's probably the financial thing. So, so we're working on that, but that comes down to budgeting and managing money and, and, uh, getting this podcast and getting grow amazing to be something that is people are willing to invest in. So we've got to have some things for them to invest in and, and, uh, working on that, but. I have more, but I'll save them for another day. <laughs> okay, one more. Sorry, I'm just trying what to keep areas, this one relatively short. Sure. So, <laughs> What areas do you feel you've settled on in life? What areas of life do you feel you've settled on or settled in? Uh, probably the biggest one would be my career, is that the finance, and that's where I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone there is, is the money's decent and, but it's preventing me from doing what I really want to do, which is growing all of this and, and building this into something that can really help other people and, and help other guys and, and well, not just guys, anybody, I mean, I, anybody that, that is looking to, build and improve on their life is um so trying to get that up and 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 uh get back on track with some of my writing and things like that also so just lots of balls in the air and i need to plan and prioritize and get it done and get myself back in shape again damn it because i told adam i'm going to run with him in monterey so that probably means I should start running. So, 
Yeah, he could probably do one over on you on pull-ups too, huh? I don't know if he's there yet on pull-ups or not. I don't know how much they push them to do that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe by then we'll see. So. <laughs> All right. Any last words, love? No, just thanks for joining and hope to hear and see more of. I think you know if you are finding this podcast helpful in any way or if there are certain things that you want to see I'm sure Tony would be open to hearing and chatting and yep and I am working on bringing on more guests and uh, that are going to to help provide different perspectives of people that are successful and how they got there challenges they faced and overcame and and as well as just regular dudes and ladies like me that how are you facing and overcoming challenges in your life so stay tuned Mm -hmm. thanks love